This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Today is Wednesday, May 24th, 2023. Target takes emergency action to avoid becoming the next Bud Light. Too late. And Ron DeSantis to announce 2024 candidacy during conversation with Elon Musk on Twitter. ALX the Lord joins the show to talk about Twitter's role in the 2024 election. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. Ladies and gentlemen, be careful where you spend your money. Do not support Satanism. This is an important thing. Maybe we should make a shirt that says, I don't support Satan. Maybe that's something. Maybe we've reached the point in society where we need to say that. It's very important where you spend your hard-earned cash. It's very important where you keep that cash. We hope that you invest wisely. And that is why we are proud to be sponsored on this show by Allegiance Gold. Allegiance Gold can help protect your RIRA or 401k with physical gold and silver. If you prefer to have it delivered securely to your door, you can do that too. You can hold it in your hot little hands. You can whisper to it. You can have it made in the shape of the ring of power and you can whisper to it like Gollum. That's not what I do on every Friday night. Don't Drive by the Johnson household on a Friday night. You won't find me doing that. I promise you. My precious. They have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. Allegiance Gold is who I trust. And if you go now to AllegianceGoldProtectWithBenny.com, you can get $5,000 in free silver with a qualifying purchase. $5,000 in free silver with a qualifying purchase at ProtectWithBenny.com. Give them a call today. Don't let the Fed play Monopoly money with your hard-earned cash. And also, don't spend that cash at Target. The boycott is on, baby. The boycott is here. We are ready for it. Target, you're next. We are over the target. Now, what is the target boycott all about? Well, we are careening into a world called June, the month of June, which is Pride Month, which is a machine vomiting rainbow colors into your face over and over and over again, perpetually and forever. Are you very much looking forward to companies like Raytheon and Boeing and Lockheed Martin uh, changing their logos to rainbow colors? Oh, yes, I'm sure you are as, <laughs> as as they bomb the little Syrian children. Yes, that's right. It's time to virtue signal. And Target has always been virtue signaling. OK, Target has been doing this and had been on board with this uh, for a very, very long time. This is not uh, anything new. And, and, and it's something that's annoying. It's something that is obnoxious. It, it, you know, is there like a Christian Pride Month or is there like a day to celebrate veterans or is there a day to celebrate, uh, you know, I don't know, people who came to this country legally? Like, is there even like a moment in time to celebrate some things that actually like cre- create the fabric of this country? Why the oversized celebration of this? This is another, this is another conversation. It's annoying. But there's never been these big boycotts before. Why the boycott of Target? Why the panic inside of Target and Bud Light for that matter and Disney for that matter? Why are these specific companies collapsing at this moment when, of course, those companies did whatever they wanted to to Christians and to conservatives? They trod upon us. They put their boots on the back of our neck and said, you're going to like it. Why now? Why the pushback now? Well, because the agenda has gotten so aggressive So in your face, because you have to see this as a religion, leftism as a religion, a godless religion, a cult, 
You must define the terms correctly, okay? You have to click it all into place. And Target does it beautifully here. And we're going to show you the items that Target is trying to sell to your children. We're going to show you the sex cult stuff that Target is trying to push upon your children, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, to show that we're not like a, we're not like screaming about rainbow dog leashes, right? That's not that's, that that's not the point here. This is a very different war. Now you have to see this as a cult that is run by people who wish to convert you by the sword. They're a they're a cult that is violent. That is uh, was obviously proven in Nashville a little uh, a couple of weeks ago. God rest the souls of those little children at that church that was attacked. But this is a cult that is indeed violent and they wish to have conversions and they won't stop until all is owned and conquered by them. This is an existential threat to your way of life. You've been lied to that this was going like you've been lied to Christians, conservatives. You've been lied to that the culture war is a zero sum game, that there's just some gray middle that we're all going to agree and we're all going to sing hand, join hands, sing kumbaya around a fire in the middle, roast marshmallows. No, you're the one who's going to get roasted. Your children are the ones who are going to get roasted. Let's begin here because I'm, I'm going I'm to go. Target is now taking emergency action to avoid a Bud Light situation. We're already winning and we haven't even begun the boycott. Do you feel powerful? Bud Light is trading at its lowest valuation all year. And there's no stopping that train. Men made Bud Light socially unacceptable to drink. Among men. Strong men destroyed Bud Light. Strong women. Are you ready to destroy Target? And I say that because it's women primarily that shop at Target. It's the moms that primarily shop at Target. Are you ready to do it? I'm going to show you why. I have a tweet here. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a tweet here from Scarlett Johnson. Scarlett Johnson uh, went through some interesting items inside of Target and the person who designed them. This is Target and their new line for the Pride Month of June, where a corporate government machine vomits rainbows in your face for an entire month and you just have to sit there and take it. Why would Target hire a Satanist design pieces in their recent recent pride clothing line. And more importantly, what do those pieces say? So this is the guy that Target hired. It's a guy wearing a shirt that says Satan respects pronouns. Now, what does this person have to say about Satan? Satan loves you and respects who you are. So it's important and valuable in a world where you deserve to treat yourself with love and respect. LGBTQ plus people are so often referred to as being products of Satan or going against God's will. So that's fine. We'll hang with Satan instead. This is the person who Target hired to design their children line. And their children's line then contains items that include the satanic face of Satan, the, the Baphomet which is historically the goat face that represents a non-binary, genderless Satan. So you can go through and actually actually see items here. Clicking down, you can see, Join My Gay Cult, says one of the items that is being sold at Target right now to children, with a skeleton ensconced in a rainbow flag. Again, there's another one saying the fires of today's uh, trans adults will light the way for tomorrow's, 
with a skeleton handing a small skeletal child a flame. Uh, trans witches for abortion is another item that can be sold based on the satanic designer that target. Uh, hetero, heteronormality is a plague is another item that can be bought. Satan respects pronouns. There you go. This is what Target wishes to push on your children. They want your children wearing a satanic pin. So if you think that we're going crazy and this is just about rainbow colored dog leashes or water bottles, uh, no. This is a spiritual war between Satanists and Christians or just call them moral people. This is a war for the fabric of society and Target has decided to go and be on the side of the Satanists. They've decided to link arms with Satan, which is very interesting because the way that Target's business model, it goes like this. Conservative moms and low IQ individuals who like are traditional in their value system and have families and children, but don't actually follow politics. This is why we need you to share, 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 share this video. They go out and they shop at Target for convenience. It's very easy as a parent to go shop at Target. They take your dollars, they take dollars out of the coffers of Christians and conservatives, and then they launder them into satanic companies, as we have shown you here. The person designing their children's line for Pride Month is a satanist, injecting satanic messaging into what he's designing for your children. Now, this is far worse than Bud Light. So Target deserves it worse than Bud Light. And we're going to get to Bud Light here in just a second because men stand proud. Damn, it feels good to be a real man. Damn it, men. I'm so proud of you. Take a bow, my boys, because we did it. We've gone and done it. But it's worse than Bud Light. We just crashed the Bud Light stock. It's the trading lower than it's ever traded all year. In all of 2023, we're halfway through the year, 2023, they've lost $10 billion in market cap value. Target, you're next. And here's why Target deserves it worse than Bud Light. Because Target actually has children's section. Bud Light, you could actually technically argue, is an adult beverage. We're, we're doing a project with Bud, uh, with Bud Light right now, tro trolling them, obviously. We're not buying Bud Light. I'm not a Bud Light drinker. But we, even to get onto the Bud Light website, which we have to do for this project, you have to enter your age. That's age-gated. Right. Like the Bud Light is an alcohol, very strict restrictions on them, not for kids, at least shouldn't be. OK. Target is for kids. Target has a Slurpee machine at the front of the store. Target sells like half of Target are children's items. It is geared towards family. So this makes it so much worse than what Bud Light did. This is orders of magnitude worse. Bud Light is a three. What Target's doing is a nine on a 10 scale. Nine. Now, even, even gay activists, Chad Felix Green on Twitter is calling this out. Even people who, like, th this is their identity and this is their lifestyle, are saying stores like Target have featured rainbow-themed products for years. My favorite pet store has a rainbow leash and jackets for dogs. No one cared. The issue is activism. The products were hostile, aggressive, intentionally provocative. That's why. That's the boycott. They are converting by the sword. This is a cult. 
They've hired a Satanist to convert your children into their sex cult. Do you see? Do you see? Are your eyes open, ladies? So ladies, you gotta, and I'm talking right to you, tiger moms, bear, mama bears out there. You gotta take this into your own hands. There's gonna be some inconvenience here, but you're gonna go. You are going to go. If you watch the show, if you're in the Brenny Brigade, you're going to stop shopping at Target, even for the month of June. You're going to stop doing it. You're going to make that Target bag uh, as shameful to carry around with you as a dude standing in a hayfield drinking Bud Light. Us men have done that. And boy, that the heads on, uh, the heads on pikes at Bud Light, uh, that's just the beginning. You women have to do this for yourselves. This is your job. This is your role. This is now your fight in this entwined culture war that we are all fighting together. Target takes emergency action to avoid Bud Light situation, removes tuck-friendly women's swimwear and LGBTQ products from display in Southern stores. That's a lie. It's not just Southern stores. It's all stores. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, the stuff that they're removing is not just the pride stuff and these ridiculous tuck-friendly swimsuits, which, uh, my God, um, big-time warning for a video I'm about to show you uh, demonstrating the tuck-friendly swimsuits. This is satanic ritual stuff. They want your children to be sacrificed to a satanic sex cult. I Don't blame me. I didn't do it. Target's the one who did it. Jesse Waters covers here. Go. And do women want men shopping in the women's clothing department? Well, someone should tell Target that because they're now selling swimsuits with tuckums in the women's section of the store. And they even have a line just for kids. We're at Target right now, and there's a lot of controversy going on about all of the pride stuff that's coming out with kids' clothes. Okay, this is the child section. This is literally the kids' section. I'm next to a literal onesie that says whatever the hell that means. We have glad you came out, and I'm so happy that you're queer in the kids section. Are you kidding me? I'm sorry, but pride and toddler don't belong in the same sentence. Tuck friendly construction. They're giving it to your kids. Oh, and it gets worse. Target hired a Satanist to put together their pride line. So if you go on the page, what you see are things like Satan loves you and respects who you are. He's a symbol of passion, pride and liberty. Oh, and Satan respects pronouns. So if you want little Johnny wearing a Satan respects pronoun shirt over his Tuckum swimsuit, check out your local Target. It's just a weird thing to sell. It, it, I mean, it's not, it's not weird. It's openly attacking morality, Christendom, and the very existence of God. That's what it is. More TikToks from inside of Target, in case you're wondering if this is just something drummed up and if people are just losing their minds over nothing here. Watch here at Target because I heard that their new pride collection was out. So let's take a look. This is a special swimsuit. It is invented for tucking. Live, laugh, lesbian. Are they amoebas? These don't even look like people. Queer, queer. This right here. These are baby clothes. Why are there pride baby onesies? Trans people will always exist. Extra crotch. Tuck friendly construction. Queer liberation is for everyone. 
Ask me about my pronouns. Glad you came out. Okay, so obviously this stuff exists. These aren't people like losing their minds over nothing. This stuff exists. And the majority of it is designed by a Satanist who is openly attempting to push Satanism onto your child. Now, there's something that I'm going to attempt to push on you right now. I'm going to warn you that I have an example of a man wearing a tuck-friendly swimsuit. Uh, uh, this is a video created by a friend of the show. His name's Alex Stein. Uh, I am going to warn you that the video, while doesn't while doesn't contain anything that would get us, I think, kicked off offline, you may not enjoy it. But I guess that's up for you to decide. If you wish to see a conservative Blaze host modeling tuck-friendly swimwear, uh, IRL, well, we got you. You've been warned. Go. Hey, I got it. This is not, you guys see this? It's tuck friendly. You see? This is, Target is so progressive. I love it. Thank you, Target. I just feel like I can run. I can exercise in this. way to actually defeat this ideology is to go fully into the gates of hell. Truly. It's like the last charge in the Lord of the Ring. Like, charge into the gates of Sauron, the gates of Mordor, right? Like, go. Just go in. Leroy Jenkins. Call them out. They cannot defend their insanity. They cannot defend their hysteria. This movement has gotten everywhere this movement has gotten everything that they've ever wanted by screaming and throwing fits. And now that they are bashing up against a movement, you and me, who are not who are not uh, convinced by immature, mentally ill adults throwing fits because we are ourselves parents and we are aware of what happens when a child is throwing a fit, shouldn't get what it wants should get disciplined. And Target is getting disciplined right now for this. CNBC reporting that Target is uh, facing a huge crisis right now and they are panicking. Go. Now, Anheuser-Busch, not the only company in the culture war crosshairs. Target is now reportedly forcing stores in the South to move its pride merchandise away from the front of their locations and to avoid what they would consider some sort of a Bud Light situation, whatever that means. So are these culture war controversies becoming an inevitable cost of doing business? And what advice can we give companies? Hmm. Well, what advice can you give companies? I wonder, Mr. CNBC guy, what advice can you give them? How about this? If you depend on Southern and Midwest moms and just generally this, this Christian and conservative moral nation altogether, for your customer base, the Joanna Gaines crew, and I got words for Joanna Gaines here in just a second. But if you depend on them for your profitability, maybe don't hire Satanists to lure their children into a sex cult. Just, I mean, that, that seems like a very basic uh, request. Seems like a very bad business decision. 
I mean, I'm, you know, I'm no, I'm no mathematical or business whiz and go to the Wharton School of Economics, but this just seems like a bad decision. Seems like, know your audience. Same thing with Bud Light. Check out this tweet from Mo Marissa Hansen. Marissa Hansen saying that Target has now pulled all of their displays and pushed it to the back. Look at that. Boom. It's coming. It's happening, baby. It's happening. Now, we got some uh, very, very interesting updates on all of this. So the Target displays, has they have now been pulled, or at the very least, pushed, which is a good start, okay? And so you can see, obviously, in this Daily Mail piece, all of the, uh, you know, all, all of the apparel that they're pushing, the, the absurdity of it, the insulting nature of all of it. Uh, but they, they, this stuff is still in the store. And here's my question, ultimately. This is my question, ultimately. Uh, why? Why is it still in the store? And also, how far away is it from Joanna and Chip Gaines's displays? This is my uh, personal little conversation with uh, a couple that my wife is obsessed with. They're the Fixer Upper crew. They, uh, Joanna and Chip Gaines are traditional Christians. They're, they're uh, insanely successful. They're insanely wealthy. They have a line called the Magnolia line. They, it sells like houseware items and stuff. You are a hugely powerful cultural force, Joanna Gaines and Chip Gaines. But I think Joanna is the one who wears the pants in the relationship. You and your Magnolia line uh, probably pull down billions of dollars in sales for Target. You are, without question, the number one person on earth who could move Target away from Satanism and sex uh, uh, cultish behavior for children that, 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 that targets our children, for lack of a better term. You, Joanna and Chip, could speak out on this and could end it today. If you ever been to a Target, you can see the Joanna and Chip Gaines. Like they, they own like half of Target. You ever walk through Target? You can't like you, you like get hit in the head with a Joanna and Chip Gaines like cut out billboard as soon as you walk in. That's by design. They know that these people are Bible believing Christians. They support traditional values. They have young kids. They are the uh, paragon of what every mom who walks into Target wants to see. It's why the Magnolia magazine sits on the checkout shelf. Moms all around the country, including uh, my baby mama, also my wife, want to be like Joanna Gaines. They see her as, some, as something to be achieved. Happy life, successful business, motherhood, so on. Chip and Joanna Gaines. The satanic apparel uh, targeting children, your children too, by the way. Um, I think they have like four or five kids. They live in Texas. Uh, Waco, Texas. Th this is being displayed right next to your display in Target. Are you okay with that? Are you going to sit idly by and be okay with that? Here's Chip and Joanna Gaines, their kids. Are you going to sit idly by while that guy, the Satanist, uh, puts merchandise like right across from yours? You see, this is the problem with Target. And this is the problem with companies like this is they are a laundering machine in order to remove money from Christian parents and launder it over to sat Satanists. 
That's what Target is. That's why we call the boycott. And that's why I call on people like Joanna Gaines and Chip Gaines. If you really have skin in the game, if you really believe what you say you believe, you'll speak out on this. A word from you, a word from you to Target on this would end it all. Would end it all. For, forever. So have some conviction. Christianity is a brave religion. It is a religion of bravery. It is a religion of people who will be cru- who, who, who stood to be crucified for what they believed and in many places around the world still are because of the power of Christ. And the power of Christ is more powerful than the American dollar. And you should speak out against Satanism. If you can't speak out against Satanism, then will you speak out against anything? Do your beliefs mean anything to you? Just one man's opinion here, ladies and gentlemen. So what do we have with the target? What do we have with the uh, target boycott here? Uh, We have the target CEO, (laughs) Brian Cornell, uh, saying that diversity, equity, inclusions, and woke left-wing uh, ideology is what needs to be projected through his massive multi-billion-dollar corporation. I can I can tell you. I think we found the problem here. Here's the target CEO. What's your take on some of the the pushback now on you know so-called woke capitalism? You know we lean in, and I'm really proud of the work we've done in the DEI space. You know the fact that. We talked about almost 2,000 stores. Well, half of those stores are run by female store directors. Over 40% of our store directors are diverse. I know that focus on diversity and inclusion and equity has fueled much of our growth over the last nine years. But when you walk into a store and you feel at home and it represents the community, it makes a huge difference. The store population looks and feels like the community they serve. I think those are just good business decisions and it's the right thing for society and it's the great thing for our brand. So this man is pulling a Bud Light. He is saying that ideology is going to come before the paying customer and that he will weaponize Target against you, your morality and your worldview you thought Target was just a place to go buy uh, a Starbucks and get some uh, knickknack for your kid, some book back to school supplies, gallon of milk. Nope. No, no. They're going to weaponize your dollars against you and use them and launder them into something that you no longer believe. That's why the pushback needs to happen and must happen. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, the Target boycott is already having an unbelievably profound effect. If conservative moms just stopped stopped shopping at Target for like a month, you'd crash their stock. They'd never go back. If Joanna Gaines had bravery and just stood up and sent a tweet saying she disagreed with satanic satanic items being sold next to hers, we'd win. And we're already winning. Look at this tweet from Gavin Newsom, guy who will probably run, um, uh, possibly run uh, you know, when they put Joe Biden out to pasture, when they decide Joe Biden is, is is pulling low enough and inconveniently enough, they'll they'll swap him for Gavin Newsom, Hillary Clinton, or Michelle Obama. But Gavin Newsom is having a panic attack on Twitter this morning. CEO of Target, Brian Cornell, the guy you just heard, 
blabbing about left left wing causes and using Target to sell them. Uh, he's selling out LBGT alphabet community to extremists. This is real profiling courage, Gavin Newsom says from his lair, from the Joker's lair inside of a cave somewhere. This isn't just a couple of stores in the South. This is a systemic attack on the gay community happening across the country. Wake up, America. This doesn't stop here. You're black, you're Asian, you're Jewish, you're a woman, you're next. That's right. Because Asian Pride Month or Jewish Pride Month uh, at Target, we're all going to come out and protest. These are the ad hominem attacks that you can expect from these people because they've never experienced loss in a cultural battle. They're losing their minds right now, and it's delicious. They've never experienced real men and women. They've never experienced real power being pushed against them. They are used to screaming and screeching and threatening their worldview on everyone else. And the rest of us generally just shrug it off because we have the rest of our lives to lead. We have like profitable, happy lives. We don't care. We're not like the degenerates, like Gavin Newsom, the goblins, the lizard skin taped to his face, grinning and screasy and smiling and smirking. And so when you lose, when Gavin Newsom, who represents the Satanists trying to capture your children, when you lose that battle, well, that's a loss. That loss for Satanism is a loss for people like Gavin Newsom and the worldview that he represents. And so you got to freak out and say that suddenly we're going to go after Jewish people. Uh, hey, Gavin Newsom, have you ever have you ever asked Jewish people or black people like what they generally think on the uh, spectrum of biology is? Why don't you go into a traditional? Why don't you go into a traditional Baptist church? And ask how many genders there are. Gavin, you're going to run for president someday. Surely you'll have that opportunity. Why don't you go ask the parishioners inside of a traditionalist Hasidic uh, 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 temple? Go, go, go ask. See if they're on board with you and this ideology. I would love to hear the answers to that. Maybe we'll go ask. You're next. What scum? What gaslighting scum? Yeah, I'll tell you what. Uh, they're scared and they're running scared because of this. Ted Cruz is saying that he's now going to launch an investigation into Anheuser-Busch over the targeting of children. Hmm. Hot damn, Ted. Uh, we have been taking a absolute pound of flesh from Anheuser-Busch. Here's the stock price from this morning. Uh, Anheuser-Busch is down to its lowest trading rate all year. This is the year of 2023 on this graph. They are trading below the lowest they've traded all year. You can see the start of the boycott right there in April. It really got rolling. And now they've lost more than $10 billion in market cap. Boom, shaka, laka. That's because men, real men, decided to make it Socially unacceptable in our culture to drink Bud Light. And this is the power that we have. Bud Light's done as a brand. They, they, it's not just a boycott. It's, the, it's the, the murder-suicide of the brand itself. And now Ted Cruz is calling for an open investigation into Bud Light because they used Dylan Mulvaney in order to surreptitiously reach children 
which is illegal. He's saying that Dylan Mulvaney's audience is far and away under the age of 21, which is true and terrifying, and that that is worthy of an investigation. Take it away, Lion Ted. But but this week I sent a letter to the CEO of Anheuser-Busch along with Senator Marsha Blackburn because the CEO of Anheuser-Busch is also the CEO or the chairman of the Beer Institute, which is the regulatory body, the industry regulatory body that regulates itself. And one of the rules that beer companies are supposed to follow is they're not supposed to market to kids. Remember the whole uh, whole Joe sure. the Camel thing? This is the same thing here. Well, you know what? Dylan Mulvaney, a massive percentage of Dylan Mulvaney's audience are kids. And Budweiser was trying, I believe, with this ill-fated marketing attempt to target teenagers. If you look at things Dylan Mulvaney has online, it's things like Days of Girlhood. Uh, th th there's another video where Dylan Mulvaney right. is, is singing, my name is Eloise and I am six. There's another one where Dylan Mulvaney is shopping for Barbie dolls. These are clearly things aimed at teenagers and even children younger than teenagers, which violates the rules. And so we're calling on the Beer Institute to investigate the degree to which Anheuser-Busch knowingly was marketing to children mm -hmm. in, in going down this road. Hell yeah, Beer Institute. Can I apply? What is it? There's a Beer Institute? That's awesome. Ted Cruz, completely based and correct. The real question is this, why the kids? Why go after the kids? I firmly believe that adults are allowed to make their own choices. I mean, it's actually, I mean, it's, it's actually biblical for me to do my best to preach, for lack of a better term, uh, what I believe should happen in society, in the public spheres, in the public spaces, I'm supposed to be light and salt unto the world, my creator calls me to be. But you know, when you go after the children, it's a totally different ball of beeswax. You got a very different type of wood to chop there as it pertains to the orders that are given about protecting children inside of the scriptures. You got to protect kids. Scriptures say that if anyone is to harm a hair on the head of one of these child, one of these children, it'd be better for them to have a giant boulder tied around their neck and be chucked in the middle of the ocean. It'd be better for them to die. It'd be better for them to drown, to die an excruciating death than to harm a hair on the heads of these children. Will you follow that commandment? I sure as hell will as a father of two, soon to be father of three. I'm very pro-life, so let's just say father of three right now. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, that's what this is about. They're going after the kids for a very specific reason. The goal of this movement is obviously to warp, to change the minds of children, to blacken them, because a lot of times these people don't procreate themselves. They don't have the will, the muster, or the desire, nor do does anyone else. You ever seen some of these activists up close? Some of these left-wing activists up close? I've seen them. <laughs> Tell you what, they, they, they're not having kids. We're outbreeding them, which is a dead-on dead, dead on fact, and they have no one to uh, pour 
their sick, warped, depraved, degenerate ideology into. Because that's what happens when you have kids. I mean, you, you, when you have kids, I mean, they become little vessels of your worldview and your value system if you're doing your job as a parent. And the left, realizing that they're at a huge disadvantage for that because they have no kids, are using are utilizing the teachers in the classroom and then doing their best to take the war to our kids through places like Target and Bud Light. And those brands should suffer, and they are suffering. And that is a massive W for us. Brands that won't let you down and that keep your boy charged every single morning, Blackout Coffee Company. I got this badass mug. Look at that thing. I drink Blackout Coffee every single morning. Blackout Coffee I drink because, one, it gives me the kick and the boost that I need to get this show done and to bring to you the energy every single morning. Even when I'm up all night with my kids and they're sick and they're screaming and they're going nuts. The blackout coffee in the morning, that sweet, sweet aroma, that gets me going, ladies and gentlemen. The other reason why blackout coffee gets me going is because they support freedom. They're brewed right here in the U.S. of A. They're brewed right here in the free state of Florida. They are 100% committed to conservative values from the sourcing of the beans, the roasting process, the customer support, the shipping. They do incredible work, and they accept no compromise. Go to blackoutcoffee.com slash Benny. Blackoutcoffee.com slash Benny. Use the coupon code at 20% off your first order, and you'll agree with me, ladies and gentlemen. Blackout Coffee. Boom. The free state of Florida is going to have a presidential candidate. Ron DeSantis is announcing his candidacy today in a conversation with Elon Musk. That's the first. Ron DeSantis will be announcing via Twitter spaces, which if you're not familiar with the platform, some of you are, I'm sure, but some may not be, is a audio only, like almost like a radio interview uh, forum where people can hop in and listen to real life, uh, real live conversations. I, I assume there's going to be a video element to this as well, but this is a wild move by a presidential candidate. Now, we're going to get into what I believe about DeSantis versus Trump here in just a second. But I'll just begin by saying, um, good. This will put a dagger into the heart of the corporate press more than any other specific thing. What Elon Musk is doing on Twitter is he is unleashing citizen journalism, and that is the greatest existential threat to corporate hegemony over what they believe facts and narratives are. Those facts and narratives are, of course, aligned against you. They are untrue. They are fake and false. And the reason why Bud Light boycott or Target boycott works is because we have platforms like Twitter where you can tell the truth and you can evaporate the lies. And so it is a powerful and important thing that Ron DeSantis is doing this. It is fantastic. I'm in favor of Elon Musk doing one of these with Trump, with other 2016 announced candidates. I would love to see Joe Biden try and work a Twitter space. Here's the announcement. Okay. Um, so, uh, yes, I, um, we'll be interviewing um, Ron DeSantis, and he has quite an announcement to make. Um, and we'll be, be the first time that something like this is happening on social media and with uh, real-time questions and answers, uh, not, not scripted. Uh, so it's going to be live and let 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 her up. So it's going to be live. It's going to let her rip. Donald Trump boasts a 38 point lead in the Republican primary right now. Donald Trump's lead is monster. And here is ultimately my message. 
to the faction of people who want Ron DeSantis and to the faction of people who want Donald Trump. To the faction of people who want Ron DeSantis. You're going to have to convince the base that Ron DeSantis does not represent a, a Mitt Romney and a Paul Ryan wing of the Republican Party. That's going to be important. That is something that is a known loser and that disgusts uh, the base of the Republican Party. That is, I think, the main challenge the, to, the, to the people who back Donald Trump, the MAGA movement. Uh, you shouldn't you shouldn't view this race as divine right to rule. That's a bad look. You should be desirous and wanting of challengers to sharpen Donald Trump. There's a reflex inside of the Republican Party that every attack on Trump is an attack on me. It's the magic of Trump. I like Trump. I like DeSantis. But there's this reflex with Donald Trump that like every every attack on Trump is an attack on me. That wasn't true in 2016. In 2016, the best thing to ever happen to Donald Trump was a crowded primary that got bloody, that got brutal, that sharpened Donald Trump into a man who could take on and ultimately defeat Hillary Clinton. You should be desirous of this. It makes Donald Trump a better candidate. Donald Trump in the arena, in the war zone, is the candidate that wins. That's the candidate that makes all the news when he goes on CNN. What, Donald Trump does a million interviews, but a lot of them don't make huge news. When Donald Trump walks into CNN and has somebody standing athwart him and challenging him, well, then that's when Donald Trump really truly shines. And so you shouldn't, um, there is no divine right to rule in America. It should be a challenge every single time. And what Democrats are doing right now are sabotaging their, uh, sabotaging their systems. That, uh, Joe Biden's not even going to go to Iowa or New Hampshire. They're sabotaging their electoral system in order to try and uh, effectively rig it for their preferred candidate. So the corporate Democrat Party just chooses who it is and there's no process. No, we should, damn it, we should want a process. Ron DeSantis uh, is somebody who is going to, obviously, based on the polls, uh, present the greatest challenge to Donald Trump. Nobody else is even polling in the double digits, but there are people polling in double digits against Joe Biden. Ladies and gentlemen, support for Joe Biden, main primary foe, has hit double digits in a recent poll. RFK Jr. has clinched 11% against Joe Biden. This is according to uh, Change Research Poll. So the change research poll is also um, saying that Joe Biden has a lead with 65% of respondents saying that he's the best to carry forward the party, LOL. Um, but that ain't good. You're the, you're the sitting president and you're going to have something pulled 10%. I mean, George W. Bush was robbed of a second term because Ross Perot got like 4% or something like that. Ross Perot, though, was polling above, above double digits against George H.W. Bush, and it cost him the election. Nobody got 50% in 1992, and Bill Clinton became president. So, yikes. Real clear politics polling average. 
What do we have here? Uh, Joe Biden polling against Kennedy. Man, the Emerson poll here has him polling at 21 percent, 19, 19 percent. So that 11 percent was actually low. Rasmussen, Fox News and Emerson are polling Kennedy versus Biden. And he's he's commanding 20 plus percent. That's panic time for a guy like Joe Biden, who would absolutely and never be capable of pulling down a Twitter space and actually answering questions for an hour from Elon Musk. Elon Musk, the guy who like controls low space, the guy who like has more government contracts than anyone. Um, this should be a person that you would really want to talk to, right? He's a great energy guy. Wouldn't you? Why doesn't Joe Biden? The libs are, libs are losing their damn minds over the fact that Ron DeSantis is doing this Twitter space with Elon Musk. Why doesn't Joe Biden accept the offer? Elon Musk said yes, he would do it. He would totally host a Twitter space with Joe Biden. So what? So why not? What happened? Joe Biden, go live on Twitter and take questions for an hour from users of Twitter. And if you are listening to the Twitter space tonight, I encourage you to do so because it's, it's historic. It's going to be cool. It's going to be neat. It's like, like, like uh, again, you guys know me. I'm a big fan of Elon Musk. It's going to be important. Like what happens tonight for the breaking of the corporate press more than anything. Uh, if you are listening, you should be listening on a Patriot Mobile phone. Patriot Mobile is the non-woke cell phone company that I trust and that we trust on this show. Ladies and gentlemen, there is a really, really dark trend of companies going woke in this country. We've been covering it for the first 40 minutes of the show. You got to fight back. And one of the best ways to fight back is against these technology companies who are the wokest, cell phone companies among them. All three major networks function on Patriot Mobile, which is America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. So you get the best possible service in your area without the woke propaganda. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you support free speech, religious freedom, sanctity of life, Second Amendment, military, veterans, first responders. Come on, baby. They're 100% U.S.-based customer service team. Makes it easy. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Benny. PatriotMobile.com slash Benny. Free activation today with the offer code Benny. Ask about their coverage guarantee while you're there. You'll love it. Somebody who's not going to be missing the Twitter space tonight is our Twitter expert at the show, who happens to also have just met Elon Musk and Donald Trump in the same week. What a legendary hat trick for ALX, who joins the show now. ALX, what up? My boy. How are you? How are you doing today, hey. Benny? <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Doing good. Okay, so let's jump right in. Historic moment. What do you take uh, away from this? I was like shocked when I saw this news. Uh, an announcement on a Twitter space. Is there is there going to be like a video component to the, do you, wh what do you know? Uh, I'm not sure if there's going to be video. I know spaces is audio only, but I do know in past when Elon um, has done interviews and stuff himself, there has been like a video component for, you know, the BBC or uh, CNBC. He just did an interview with. So DeSantis' team might have a video component themselves. I'm not sure if they'd stream it on Twitter or how, how that would work as well. Um, but I do know that. So Elon has confirmed that he was doing it yesterday, but he also um, confirmed that this wouldn't be an, necessarily an endorsement, which is what a lot of people took it as um, and they, like when they first heard the news. And they were a little confused because of the past couple of days, he's been sharing a lot of Tim Scott content. Uh, he liked his, his launch video. 
um, and, and he was like liking his his announcement speech. So people were confused as to if he was going to make an endorsement of either of those two. Um, but when this announcement came out, they they're like, okay, he's gonna like endorse him right on the space. But um, he was asked about this act actually yesterday in a uh, Wall Street Journal uh, conference, and um, this is what he had to say on it. And you've been tweeting some Tim Scott stuff in the last few days. Um, yeah. What should we be thinking about uh, who you're backing? Obviously, this interview tells us something. Can you give us a sense of where, you, where your thinking is at the moment? Uh, yes, I mean, I'm not at this time um, planning to endorse uh, any particular candidate, um, but I am uh, interested in uh, you know, X slash Twitter being somewhat of a public town square and uh, where more and more organizations host content and make announcements on Twitter. Um, it's the it's the only place on the internet to really get uh, real time, like down to the minute and second news, um, and it's uh, yeah. So I, I think it's it's quite groundbreaking that there would be um, a major announcement uh, of this type on social media. All right. So Elon Musk saying it's not necessarily an endorsement. Would Elon Musk hold one of these with Joe Biden? Yeah, so uh, that, that's what I asked last night on Twitter, actually. I, I said that everybody is outraged um, on the Democrat side, trying to make the point that this is election interference, saying, oh, people were freaking out that Twitter was interfering in, in the 2020 election. Um, now, isn't this election interference? He's getting involved. Um, so I'm like, OK, are you saying that Joe Biden should hold it or should be in a Twitter space with Elon Musk? Because I'm sure Elon would be down for it. Um, now the onus is on Joe Biden because uh, actually a former Trump supporter um, and now Democrat said, oh, I'd like to see this as well. And Elon said happy to do it. So now the onus is on Joe Biden and all of the Democrats have to now cheer him on and say, OK, get on a Twitter space. So could you picture, you know, Joe Biden can't answer a question without a note card. Now he's going to be, you know, number one, figuring out Twitter. Uh, number two, trying to figure out the Twitter space. And then number three, taking unscripted questions from Twitter users. Uh, I don't imagine that would go well for him. So um, and then uh, another user quoted one of my tweets and asked if they would do it with with Trump or RFK and then also Biden. Uh, and Elon has also said that um, he would hold one with RFK or Trump or Biden. Again, he reconfirmed that. Um, so he says, OK, so that kind of eliminates all of the, you know, questions that people are having. If, if he was like favoring a certain candidate, or if the, this would be like an unfair advantage uh, because he's open to, you know, the idea of having conversations with all of the major candidates. So, I mean, I think that the Elon Musk, Donald Trump Twitter space would absolutely break the Internet. Twitter, Elon Musk is, uh, has addressed Trump through meme. He's addressed Trump through interview, the meme of the mm -hmm. praying monk and uh, the, yeah. the, the, the woman of the night uh, tempting him to get back onto the Twitter. Uh, Elon Musk really wants Donald Trump back on Twitter. Yes. Yeah. And a lot of Twitter employees I spoke to at HQ, that was the number one question because they see the content I post. They know I'm, I'm like a Trump supporter um, and, you know, I post pro-Trump content all the time. So their first question was, when is Trump rejoining Twitter? And I'm like, um, it seems like everyone wants him back on. Um, and I, I think one of the best parts about DeSantis announcing on Twitter is this might just be the thing to force Trump's hand to rejoin the mm -hmm. platform. 
um, because he wants a competitive primary. Um, and now it's basically FOMO, fear of missing out. Um, now, you know, DeSantis is on Twitter, so it's going to be in Trump's head saying, OK, I have to get back on Twitter now. So um, I think this is going to force his hand and I think we'll see him back in the next month, month or so. So I want to get to content moderation and the new Twitter CEO, but I, I would like to pin down an important point here. And, it, well, you know, whether you're a Trump fan or DeSantis fan, I would like I, I think that. I made myself pretty clear on what, what I believe. I really believe in the kaiju fighting Godzilla kind of thing. I think that that's valuable. That's because I'm from Iowa and I've seen Mike Huckabee, for instance, pull it out against Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney was supposed to win in 2012 uh, and then Mike Huckabee comes from behind. There's value in fighting. There's value in messaging. There's value in all this for everyone and the best for our party. Rules of the jungle. Politics is pain. So putting all that aside and putting like the actual candidates aside, what Elon Musk is doing here is, I mean, th this this is a this is this is a, a murder. This is a cold-blooded murder of the corporate press. There is not a single network, MSNBC. There's not a single network, Al Jazeera. Any, I don't know what what's the most left-wing network. They would take Ron DeSantis's announcement. Every one of them would give Ron DeSantis an hour live to do his announcement and say whatever he wanted to say. So they had the pick. They they had the pick of the media spectrum. And they said, Twitter, that is huge. Oh, yeah, because now they're forcing all of corporate media, half of which have, you know, said, we're not subscribing to Twitter Blue. We're going to boycott you. All of these media companies. Now they're basically what Elon is doing is, you know, forcing them to bring their news coverage to Twitter, which essentially, you know, affirms it as the new media. Twitter is the media now. And, um, you know, they're forcing them to instead of the reverse getting their news from twitter um like tweets and stuff and then broadcasting it all of these media companies are now going to have to cover twitter as the the primary source for where they are getting the news you know what i mean like never in our history have we seen you know a time where you know the citizen journalists and like people on twitter actually have the power nobody could get the desantis interview i guess um and he chose twitter so um, you know, it, it really, it, it's a night and day from 2020 when, you know, Republican candidates were actively being suppressed on the platform. Um, and you know, we, we saw another like piece from the Atlantic. They're like, oh, Twitter is a, a far right platform. And, and I challenged the writer of, of that article to name one prominent left-wing person who's been kicked off since Elon took control, but, uh, right. you know. Under under, you know, the previous administration, you can name dozens of right wing people that were taken off. So, yeah, nobody reads the Atlantic. Like, give me a break. Like, how what a joke that the Atlantic, which is utterly and completely propped up by Steve Jobs's estate right through his through the late Steve Jobs, through his wife. All of it is just a tabloid for rich people to talk to each other inside their little hermetically sealed bubble. Nobody reads the Atlantic. What a what a, what a scam and a fraud that entire place is. But. It's pissing off all the right people. Uh, now, oh, yeah. Elon pissed off, I guess, uh, seemingly both sides with the hiring of a new CEO. What's your take on Linda Yaccarino? Yeah, so I, I've said this in the past, and uh, I said this on Twitter, that I, I think it's a play to get more advertisers because she is in that business, and you know she's an expert on that, and it's really going to drive up ad revenue uh, with her connections. Um, but everyone was skeptical because she has 
you know, connections to the WEF. But like I said, it, it's hard to find people that are in that industry that don't have these types of connections. Um, so she's actually going to be on a Twitter space. I'm not sure the date, but that's the thing I like about Twitter is they're very transparent. They're like, okay, people are, are freaking out over this. I'm going to hold a Twitter space and call people up to the stage and you guys can ask her questions. Um, they, they did similar, like Elon did a couple spaces in the beginning, like when people had, had questions about the algorithm and like changes to everything. Um, so he was actually asked about this yesterday at the Wall Street Journal uh, summit as well about what her role would be about content moderation or advertising. Um, and here's what he had to say. To Linda, that you are going to keep speaking your mind, whatever the commercial impact of that. And is she agreed to that? Is she happy with that? You aligned? Uh, yeah. Okay. And in her role as CEO, does she have any say over moderation or is that under you or you, do you do that together? Well, the, the general principle is that um, um, we, will, we will hew close to the law. So for any given country, um, we will try to adhere as closely to the law as possible. Now, laws vary between countries and we can't simply flat the law in, 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 um, in another country because they will simply cut us off. Um, so, but the general principle is do whatever we can to um, enable free and open communications with between people, um, provided they're not, like I said, breaking. And she's the law. aligned on on that that plan. Yeah, that focus. Does that give you confidence, Alex? Yes, because uh, this is exactly what he said before he took over Twitter. Is that the goal is to you know platform legal speech. Um, and not be the arbiters of, oh, I don't like this, so it shouldn't be on the platform and you should be banned for it. Um, so it's, you know, it's not there 100% yet because they have to change the policy slowly, but they're working towards it. Um, and like I had a meeting at Twitter with the number two of policy enforcement, and they're working towards uh, actioning individual tweets instead of account level actions, which if anyone has been in Twitter jail, it's when you're locked out of uh, Twitter for 12 hours. Um, so instead of that, and like, you know, we've as a team have been, you know, locked out on accident. And instead of that, you'll be able to appeal it, but you won't be locked out of your account. So you yourself can make a statement and say, okay, I think Twitter made a mistake here and still be tweeting from the account and then they'll reverse it. Um, but that's, and I talked to, I mentioned that to Elon as well. And he said, I want to even be, you know, careful that that doesn't get too restrictive. Um, but that's the direction they're going in instead of, you know, permanent suspensions and even temporary suspensions. They want to take uh, level, like tweet level actions. So it's not going to suppress accounts. Um, but the reason that it's still necessary is, you know, calls to violence or whatever, they want those off the platform as, as soon as possible. So that's why some action is still necessary. Well, we know somebody who had an unnecessary action taken uh, against them and had his account locked and is back. Freebird ALX. He's chasing 500,000 this week. He's going to do it. It's inevitable. It is inevitable. Let's it get it. It was inevitable. <laughs> He's going. Baby, you got to follow ALX. Do it. Do it while you can. Be in. Be in before he hits 500,000. Go, go, go. You got to get in. Look at that cheap. sweet photo. <laughs> Thank you, ALX, for joining the program. Thank you for having me as always, Benny.
Oh man, do we have some good news for you, ladies and gentlemen. Disney starts third round of layoffs. More than 2,500 workers will lose their job in the latest rounds of planned cuts. If you spit in the faces of your audience, you will be given a pain. There will be pain for you. If you make movies that are garbage, if you insult the fan base of Star Wars or Indiana Jones, if you take your beloved products and go woke with them or race swap them or use them as vessels for propaganda, I don't care if you're Target, I don't care if you're a light beer or if you run uh, the most successful child entertainment company the world's ever seen, you will go broke doing it. Walt Disney Company had begun a third round of layoff of more than 2,500 workers and their jobs, the plan cuts, will affect most major divisions of the roughly $185 billion company, which recently split into entertainment, ESPN, parks, and resorts. They're not aimed at a specific section, although the parks and resorts will remain largely unaffected because that's what where Disney makes its money. It comes after Disney CEO Bob Iger confirmed the company's plans of layoffs after it tried to achieve savings of $5.5 billion. Hmm. Interesting. So they're learning the target lesson here. The target lesson is if you are a children's company and if you weaponize the product that you have for children uh, for Satanism or for radical political agendas, then you will be kicked directly in the nutsack. Got it? Don't care if you're a mouse. Speaking of a uh, swift kick uh, to the BLM, uh, BLM is apparently going out of business. Here we go. BLM, Black Lives Matter, is headed for insolvency after plunging $8.5 million into the red. But founder Patrice Kalur's brother still paid $1.6 million for security services in 2022, while sister of board member earned $1.1 million for consulting. Candace Owens, who's my girl, has an incredible series on this. Uh, uh, it's called um, The Greatest Fraud in History. It's incredible. Black Lives Matter is going bankrupt, and that is a really wonderful thing. We're going to be following that story. It's going to be really awesome. This is a this is a fraudulent company. The people who run it uh, should be investigated by the IRS. Uh, they took in nearly a hundred million dollars uh, uh, after the BLM riots of George Floyd and so on. This company is not. I repeat, this company is not dedicated to or standing up for black lives actually in America. Because when you defund the police and when you turn cities into war zones, you actually kill black lives. And I haven't seen uh, Patrice Kalur's or any of these people leaving their all white mansion gated neighborhoods uh, to go into the city blocks where I used to live in Washington, D.C., where black people, because of the BLM riots, were being killed on my doorstep, having their houses burned down, having their dogs killed. I have it all on my Bring camera. Freaking play it on the show every once in a while. That is making black lives hell. And that's what BLM uh, succeeded at. These people are frauds. They deserve to be investigated fully by the IRS, and we hope that that happens. We'll be covering that story. That's a good one. Ladies and gentlemen, the word of the day, the truth and the verse of the day, Proverbs 12, whoever is wicked covets the spoils of evildoers. But the root of the righteous bears fruit. Ladies and gentlemen, remember the spoils of evildoers. Evildoers would be like the people who put satanic baphomets in front of your children and ask them to wear them. That, that's, that's, that's evildoers. 
Target's just trying to make a buck here. I mean, they're clearly siding with Satan, but they, they're trying to make money off Satan. Mm-hmm. Nope. That is coveting the spoil of evildoers. Let your fruit be righteous, baby. This show is righteous. My name's Benny. This is The Benny Show. See ya.